From home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF, making your home great. I'm Dave Alexander. Good to be with you. Glad to be on the radio with you. Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors is here. Hi. How you doing? Hello. You How right? are you today? I am. How are you? You seem hesitant. Oh, no. I was uh, had my mind on something else right there for just a second. <laughs> it happened. It happened. Uh, also in studio, Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared of Colwell Banker, Howard Perry and Walston. Hello. Hey, Dave. How are you? So far, good. good. Very good. I was reading an article this week with the worst advice I've seen in a long time, and it was... All it focused on was, and maybe it's because I didn't read the whole article, but the, the, the part of the article, the headline and the first couple of paragraphs were how rent is cheaper than buying. Rent is cheaper than buying. Well, now it's always going to be that way, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think I saw that article, too, and it said you're better off to rent versus buying. I'm like, no. Mm. Is that you because know, of the interest I mean, rates they're saying that I right think now? It is. I yeah. didn't finish the whole article. It's a, who would? Who would? You you see that? It's like the TV reporter standing in the rain in the hurricane. And has he looked at the prices of rent around here lately? Well, I wonder. Yes. Exactly. Well, there's yeah. that. There's also the fact that when you're buying in this area right now, correct me, please, if I'm wrong. Every nickel is going to be an investment in your future. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely. That that there's hardly a property. Hey, you could you could goof up a sale, I guess, but it's hardly a property that's not going to be worth more 10 years from now. Right. Just look at the historical facts. Like Even like when you go on Realtor.com or whatever, and you look at a house, and it's got what it sold for when it was first you know done, and then 20 years later. I mean, it goes up, 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 right? Yes. Right. Yes, it does. I mean, there might be a few years in there that if it got sold, it was down a little bit, but then it goes, you know, historically up. Right. You know, I think about, you know, my parents, like you know, they had rental properties back in the day when yeah, I was they, young, yeah. you know, and I remember, you know, they paid like $30,000 for these little houses and, you know, and then as they got older, yeah. they sold them for like $200,000, you know. Yeah. Well, I want to do yeah, that. I know. I, I mean, I did pretty well when I bought in Fuquay. I bought in the bubble, and then things you know happened to to reduce people's prices around me. But Fuquay never never collapsed. It was always a good investment. Then ten years later, we were able to sell and and you know do well. Right. Are people thinking that way? That it, the way I'm thinking? Yes, absolutely. I have some buyers that purchase now and their plan is when their children go to college right they'll turn around and sell them and you know it's just a good investment plus right now i mean the interest rates are eventually going to go down what goes up must come down right right you can always refinance mm-hmm. you know why the housing is not boom 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 booming and you're going to get a better deal on the house right to me it's worth paying a little extra a month because of the interest rates, knowing that you can refinance when you co- and when it comes down. That's kind of the way I look at it. What do you think, Tanya? No, I agree. Um, and rates have come down just a touch this week. I mean, they're mm-hmm. down from six point three seven. I think the, the, the microwave is not working. Yeah, yeah microwave's not working. Yeah, microwave. God bless. There we go. Bless you. <laughs> Terrific. What's it? 
So tell me again. So rates are down just a touch um, this week from last week. It was 6.375, the average. Now they're at 6.125. Right. So we're seeing that little bit of shift, and those buyers are sitting on the fence. I mean, it's a good time to to buy. Plus, mm-hmm. historically, I mean, if you think about it, you know, we were spoiled with those 2%. I mean, that oh, historically, yeah. that, that just w- don't ever happen. We will never see that again. I mean, it's no. like the average is what? I would seven. think five to seven. Seven you know, is yeah. the yeah. average. And yeah. over the last mm-hmm. 50 years, seven has been the average. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of lenders are offering a program where when the rates do drop, they'll give money towards refinancing. Yeah. Town mortgages, mortgages. they're yeah. given 3000 to refinance, and they'll reach out to the buyer yeah. when it's time to do it, when it's, you know, worthwhile. That, mm-hmm. that's only, that only makes logical sense. Right. As long as you're not paying a bunch in fees, you know, that whole process of refinancing can be expensive for some folks. We, we did. It was a few thousand dollars, but it saved us in the long run. Um, oh, yeah. So we're talking real estate today. If you've got some questions, we've got uh, the people who could answer it. Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors, Tanya Wicker Hunt, and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared at Coldwell Banker, Howard Perry in Walston. Um, Tanya... I, I, or sorry, sorry, uh, Rhonda. The, I, I, <laughs> it may, I apologize. It sounded like it's Tanya so funny. Rhonda. It makes me think of like when we were growing up. For for those of you who do not know, yeah. Tanya and our first oh, cousins, gosh, yes. and we yes. also had a cousin named Wanda. So you did not Rhonda, yes. Wanda, Wanda, and Tanya. And so if they screamed our name, we we all came running. Do you remember <laughs> that? Because right. we right. didn't know what they said when, when we I, were at the grandma's house. When you know? I went to elementary school. <laughs> If you called Dave down the hallway, four guys would turn around. <laughs> it's just the way it was. Right. All right. So, so Rhonda, and I do mean this to you, uh-huh. I noticed that I am living in the world of gray. <laughs> and, and those things in my house that are not gray are actually black and alternate shades of white. Right. Okay. Very popular. Which combines to gray, mm-hmm. really. It's this, <laughs> I don't know what that, that pattern is. With the black on white, sort of a country style thing. Right. I, I guess my point is, how do you get out of a rut? Hmm. Well, the thing is, is it depends on, you know, how you have built your house. Sometimes, you know, the the guts of your house. And when I say that, I mean like, you know, what color are your kitchen cabinets? What color are your countertops? What color is the tile <laughs> in your bathrooms? You know, all of that sets yeah. the tone for your whole house. And if you know, like when I'm building houses or, or picking out things with clients, I always suggest to go very neutral on those things. Just because if you go neutral, then you'll be able to do anything with your furnishings and your artwork and your accessories, you know, and all that. The good thing about a black, white, or a black cream scheme yes. is that everything goes with it. I mean, think about your little black suit or your little black dress. What color does not go with that? So it's yes. easy if you've if you've got the guts of your house very neutral. It's easy to change up a look of a house just by art accessories, you know, and the furniture and you know all of that. Even the furniture being neutral, you can change up your favorite thing, Dave. Pillows. You can change the pillows and have a whole <laughs> new look. We can't sit down as it is. Uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I want to add some color to it. Primary colors or near primary colors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but 
nothing else there is like that. My wife uses this term. It brings the whole thing together. Right. Which means a green over on this side of the house helps out a green on the other side of the room. That's true. Right? Mm -hmm. It brings it all together. Mm -hmm. I have nothing to bring together. I, I mean, I have no bright colors. How do I start? I think the the best way to start with some brighter colors is artwork. So let's just say, you know, you've got artwork over your fireplace or something, and it's yeah. a very prominent piece. If that artwork has a lot of color in it, yeah. and you've got a very neutral scheme, black, white, you know, creams, yeah. even grays, you know, yeah. certain grays are very neutral, then it's easy to start pulling colors from that artwork to bring down into the space. Maybe it'd be accessories, you know, accent wall color. Yes. You know, that type of thing. So it's easy to do. Just got to know how to do it. And that's what I would call you for. That's right. That's okay. right. Because I can help you do that. We we need to talk about the, the scope of your work. Right. You'll, you'll help me tear down a wall, won't you? If it comes to that. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, the next time I'm on the show, I'm bringing my remodel team with me. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I can do anything, right? So I've got a full team that can do it all. When you say that, I, when mm-hmm. you got halfway through that sentence, I thought, she's going to bring a hammer. <laughs> she's bring, I bring her so too. 20-pound <laughs> sledge. I'm like, oh, Just come through the, you know, Mr. Curtis should take out this wall right here. We can make this one big room. Right. We, we really it. could. We can do it. We, we like to put holes in walls. <laughs> yeah, but if you, but if it doesn't come to that, there are other things. Oh, absolutely. Like so, what? So somebody might call me in and, you know, they're having a hard time, you know, finding artwork or window treatments, you know, or maybe they want to do some accent walls, you know, maybe either with, you know, an accent wall color of paint or maybe wallpaper or even wood features, you know, can do all of that. So it could be that somebody wants me to come in and do their whole house. Right. Or they might just want to start with a room. And let's say, I'm going to eventually do every room in the house, but let's start with this one because this is where we are all the time, living room or whatever. Okay. And so we come up with the plan and we go you know, room by room and get it all the way they want it. All right. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. The Wicker Squared team, how did you guys get together? How, how, how did you become Wicker Squared? Well... Rhonda and I are first cousins, but right. Julie and I are also cousins, third, fourth, oh, fifth, sixth, seventh. On the, on the, on the other side. <laughs> of on the, the other side of the family. Right. So when Julie and I teamed up yeah. um, in real estate together, we were trying to figure out a catchy name. And since both of our maiden names are Wicker, yeah. Yeah. we thought Wicker Squared. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it, well, it does make sense. But but how did you get together? Who was who was first? Oh, oh, this is Tanya or the or the Julie? Yeah. So the I've Tanya. been in yeah I've been in um, real estate for thirteen years, and Julie started as my admin, helping as my admin. She was yeah. awesome. Yeah. And she kind of got a bu- uh, got the bug bug for real, <laughs> real estate. estate bug. Decided to get her real estate license, so I lost my great admin. Yeah. <laughs> but. I gained a great real estate partner. That's right. That's that's wonderful. Now, how long have you been together as Wicker Squared? Three years since okay. two thousand nineteen. Yeah. And this is not this is not the whole of your team. I'm actually looking at your your Facebook 
page. Who else is on the team at Worker Squared? So we have Scott Sturm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we actually grew up, Julie and I are from Sanford. Yeah. Scott's also from Sanford. Yeah. Um, went to school with him. He's great. He's done, he's in his, he's just passed his first year. Mm-hmm. He's doing a great job. Yeah. Um, we Shelby Latsko. Yes. And she's she, been with us about a year. And yeah. yeah, and she was one of Julie's clients. Yeah. Yes, she was a past really? client. She was a past uh-huh. rental client. Mm-hmm. Very and cool. then our wonderful admin is Amy, who is Julie's daughter. Yeah. Oh, really? She's my little Manny. Oh, well, <laughs> and boy, yeah. is she a little Manny. She looks <laughs> just like her. Right. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. All right. So we'll we'll talk more with uh, folks from Wicker Squared. Uh, Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Square to Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston and Rhonda Benby Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors uh, coming up th- during this hour. Hey, where's Brock? Brock is going to be in in the second hour when we've got Justin Steps of Guardian Protection and Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling talking about generators. This is Making Your Home Great. It's time to get your home squared away with Realtors Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco with Wicker Squared at Coldwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston. Tell us what prospective home buyers need to know about new construction. Honestly, you need your own representation because the agent there with the builder, they are working for the builder. And then also, it depends on when you get in with the new construction. But even if it's after everything's been picked out, You've got to know that you can get an inspection. You've got to know what things to look for that are wrong to ask. And a lot of times people think they can't ask for things to be fixed. And the realtor, we're there for that final walkthrough to look at all the little things after the inspection. See Wicker Squared at Coldwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston. This is Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco. And we love what we do. So if you're looking for a true hands-on agent to walk you through the process of selling or buying your next home, contact us. Find us online at wickersquared.com. Well, this is the time of the year where everybody makes New Year's resolutions. You made one? Here's a good one for you. How about a resolution to be proactive about your health? Hey everybody, this is Steve O'Brien for Craft Body Scan. Want to hear my story? I decided to get a heart and lung scan because, well, my father had had a heart attack. After getting the scan, I found my cardiac calcium score was very high. I saw a cardiologist. We had tests. End to the story, one of my coronary arteries was 80% blocked. I was proactive. The scan saved my life, or at least saved me from having a potentially fatal heart attack. Look, don't take my word for it. Call them up. Get all the information you need. 919-794-8888. Craft Body Scan on Blue Ridge Road, just off 440 and 40. Making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Got a question about real estate or about decorating? Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors is here. Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared of Colwell Banker Howard Perry and Walston at your service today. I'm looking at your Facebook page, um, uh, Wicker Squared team, and there's a, a I. 
I'm looking at a new price on a uh, a piece of property in Apex. All right. Can you talk about that? Sure. This is um, our featured home. I actually just left an open house from doing that home this morning, listing at 3031 Mavis Bank Circle in Buckhorn Uh Preserve. It is immaculate. It's a true ranch, three bedrooms, three bath with a study. Um, It was built my seller's. I helped them um, when they bought the place. Um, they moved in, I think, May or June of 2020. Yeah. But they've kept it in immaculate condition, upgraded the light fixtures, plantation shutters. It's got engineered hardwoods, tons of storage, beautiful quartz on the long um, kitchen island, an oversized kitchen oh, island, oh, huge yeah. walk-in pantry. So... It's one of the premier lots in the neighborhood. There's a greenway across the way, some open space behind it. So you only have one neighbor on oh, one wow. side. So wow. definitely um, if you're looking to to move or um, downsize, yeah. upsize, it's a beautiful home. So would love to um, set up a time to show it to you. We had a this- good turnout this morning. Had five couples. We've never done a 10 to 12 in the morning open house but yeah. since we had the one o'clock show i thought let's try it out because tomorrow it's supposed to be raining and we're really in a season now w- with the real estate market that you can have an open house right mm-hmm. open you, houses not, are going strong now oh yeah it's not a coming soon and then it's sold kind of thing right. which was which is an awkward period of time i imagine for you guys very because you show a house and it's sold before you get out out the door Mm -hmm. and it's not sold to the people you're walking through the house with um so this is in apex um greenway in the back greenway you got a backyard the front of it yeah so it across the street is the greenway yeah then there's open space to the side and back yes so you do have a backyard screen porch wow it's gorgeous wow lots of storage Jim in Raleigh joins us right now. Hey, Jim, welcome to the program. You are on with Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors and Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared of Colwell Banker Howard Perry and Walston. Hey, Jim. Hello, Jim. Uh oh. No, no he's here. He's here. We're just trying to find the right button to push him on. Hello, Jim. Welcome to the show. Talk to us. All right. While we're getting connected with Jim, let's talk about uh, talk about colors other than primary colors in gray. <laughs> well, what's big now? I mean, are people putting bright colors in their homes? I would say bright is not very popular right now. No. I would say if you the colors that are more popular now are actually dark. So, like um, your really dark deep greens are very popular. Navy. Very popular. Really? Mustard yellows, very popular. Um, the orangey corals, like reddy coral, orangey kind of colors, very popular. Creamsicle kind of thing? No. It almost sounds no, like no. the 70 colors coming back. It really back. does. Yeah. Jewel tones almost, um, you know, are kind of kind of coming back a little bit. So a coral color would be like um, a red and an orange mixed together. Oh, I know that color. Yeah. So very coral. Everybody remember coral. The, 
the seventies, the combination of colors that you would have, it would go from red to orange in sort of this transition. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that went out of style in about ten minutes. <laughs> well, I hope we do, I hope we don't get the green and the yellow appliances. Yeah, phase. that'd be bad. Yeah, that oh, would kind of be bad. Jim, are you with us now? Yes. Yay. Hey, welcome. What's going on? Can you hear me? I can hear you beautifully, yes. Now that we pushed okay. the right button, yes. Enjoy your show. Just say that up top. You you what, sir? Enjoy oh, your thank show. You. Oh, yeah. thank, oh, you, thank you. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Okay, this is uh, for Wicker uh, Square. Yes. What do you think about Zilla and some of those other people giving you a uh, price for your house or how much they think it's worth are you talking about selling it to them like an eye buyer are you just talking about the estimates on the internet what it's worth is that reliable you just punch in your address and all of a sudden it tells you what it's worth well what you have really yeah yeah because they can't see the interior they don't know the updates that you've done and that kind of thing right um so you can they're a national, that's a national company basically looking at other things that have sold by square footage, basically, and mm-hmm. coming up with that number right. in the area. But like Julie said, they don't know what the inside looks like. They don't know really what your lot is like. They don't know what upgrades you've done versus other homes, what upgrades they have or haven't done. So it is just a snapshot of an estimate but you really need a local realtor to come in look at your home see what your home looks like compare it against other homes that have sold in the past three or four months that are within the same square footage within a mile radius if you don't have a lot in your same neighborhood and the same type of home a ranch versus a ranch two-story versus a two-story home with a basement versus a home with a basement. Jim, are you considering selling in the next few years? Uh, possibly. Jim, uh, you, want, you want to share with us your zip code and uh, <laughs> and what kind of house you have? Yes, I have, live uh, 27612. Uh-huh. And I have a Cape Cod, which is a first-floor house with uh, two two bedrooms above mm-hmm. you raised your family in it uh sir yeah you you raised your family in the house absolutely mm-hmm. love it yeah you, and you love that house you got a lot of memories well I'll tell you what jim you know the, these ladies would love to talk to you at some point if you're actually serious about about um, selling your house it doesn't have to happen tomorrow does it jim Oh no! No, I mean you know if if you decide to sell, let's let's uh, give you the contact information for Wicker Squared. Yes. Okay. okay. Hold on. Sounds good. Jim, grab a pen. Got it. All right. What's the number? So our um our website is wickersquared.com. You can reach me at nine one nine three six eight three nine nine six. I'm Tanya Wicker Hunt, and then Julie. Slow, slow, slow down on the number. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Jim. It's nine one nine three six eight three nine nine six, and I'm Tanya Wicker Hunt. 
and Julie. And I'm Julie. Don't give me another number. If you, I was going to say, if you get, numbers, gonna, yeah, if you get a hold of Tanya, she'll we'll come together. Hang on, correct. Jen. You hang get on, us Jen. both. I'm going to put you on hold and just we'll talk to you during our news break, which is coming up in seconds. We are on with Rhonda Benby Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors and Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Square to Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is making your home great. We got in with Jim, and Jim's Jim's going to get us his contact information so that uh, we can send him a gift certificate to uh, our friends at High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Uh, they have uh, they are the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials. Fried chicken, prime rib, and the $6 burger on Fridays. Indoor and outdoor seating available, 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Jim says he knows it. Jim says, oh, I love that place. All right, well, a couple of burgers on us. Uh, In studio, Rhonda Benby Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors and Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared of Colwell Banker, Howard Perry and Walston. When you heard his voice, now I'm, you know, I'm of a certain age now. I sound that way too. I could tell that Jim had raised his family and, you know, he was talking about a house that he'd been in for uh, decades. Mm -hmm. When you hear about folks who are holding onto properties inside Raleigh, you do sort of perk up your ears, don't you? Well, we know they have a lot of value in that home, a lot of equity. Right. So maybe it's a two-story. He did talk about a couple of bedrooms upstairs. Yeah, Cape Cod. Yeah. yeah. It's probably the master's downstairs, but maybe mm-hmm. he wants to downsize a little bit. Yes. You know, maybe it's too much maintenance right now. He wants to be in a maintenance-free community. Maybe he's looking yeah. to move out of the area with his kids who have grown. We don't know until we, get, you know are able to sit down with the sellers and talk about what's your reason for moving right. that you want to sell. Mm-hmm. When, Every- you see, when you see news like we had this week out of Johnston County, this uh, uh, something or other plantation, um, uh, they're, 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 they're thinking of putting North Hills oh, yeah. in Johnston County. Yes, and flowers by flowers, flowers plantation. plantation. Flowers. Yes. Oh, my heavens. What is- I don't. I just don't see that happening. No. I mean, Clayton has a lot of growth, and they mm-hmm. have a lot of stuff oh, yeah. out there. Um, that that big no- company was coming to to Clayton. Mm-hmm. It was a big a big company. I can't remember who it was, but that that's the reason for all of that. There's like a huge company coming to Clayton, and I don't remember the name of the company. There was this oversized store there for years and years. Brick. It was the only thing around. And now it's all built up, and 42 is an amazing road. They could just get the barrels out of the way. And They're next always time you doing construction yeah. on that, oh, 40 and 42. Mm-hmm. It looks beautiful. If they would just let me drive on the whole thing, you know, that would be great. they got to move the barrels now. The, the road's done. Well, what I loved in the article, yeah. in the um, title, it said Waterfront, North Hills, and Clayton. I'm like, hmm. Yes, yes. Last I checked... <laughs> it was inland 
Right. So, it is inland. But let me sell you a piece of waterfront property. No, no, there. there's a lake. There's I a lake know, there, it's but... a little man made lake. But, yeah, <laughs> Not but, much of a but lake. they're calling it waterfront. I'm like, mm. yeah, you know, <laughs> if you've got a yacht, bring your yacht. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 40 foot catamaran. So I don't know. I mean, it could be. Will it be the next North Hills? I doubt it. You know, I mean, they could put some decent stores out there, mm. but. It's kind of like um, Wendell and that Wendell Falls oh, Park. Oh, Wendell Falls. Oh, I mean, yes. it is I like, love that. It is growing like leaps and bounds and lots yes. of new, you know, nightlife and, you know, all kinds of things out there I'm hearing. But yes. the nightlife in Wendell, in Wendell is second to none. Yeah. Really. <laughs> you want a party, go to Wendell. If you can't get to Zebulon, go to Wendell. Oh, yeah. My well, I mean, you can get from um, Wendell, I mean, you can get from right there that. Um, that neighborhood to downtown Raleigh in right. 20, like 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But just said, because yeah. of 264. Great, the 264 highway. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I've got several clients out in, in that area, and it's just an easy drive, 540, 264, bam, you're yep. there. Yep. You know? But it's a bear to go from 40 to Clayton because it's always yes. backlogged, that little section, unless you mm-hmm. get off on Jones Sausage Road and kind of weave around uh, where it right. bottlenecks on 40. I know mm-hmm. it well. I know it well. All right. So Help Me Rhonda Interiors is one of your companies, Rhonda. Yes. You also have open door furniture and ask accents. Mm -hmm. What is that all about? So that is for anybody who really doesn't want to hire an interior designer and they just want furniture. (laughs) Okay. Right. Then they can come to us, meet with my assistant. Yeah. And, you know, and they'll, my assistant will help them pick out furniture. What is that like? Mm-hmm. I mean, does somebody have to describe the things they already like? Right. It would be just like, um, you know, your average person going into, you know, like a like a furniture store and saying, you know, I need this, this, and this. Yeah. So I have all the brands. Cause I used to have a full-fledged furniture store. You did? Yeah. So I still got all the brands. I still got samples. I still have all of that. So... You could, you know, bring your dimensions of your room, pictures of your room, and my assistant could help you, you know, lay the room out and pick the right size furniture and all that. All right. Sounds good. Help me, Rhonda Interiors. How long have you been doing that? Since 1995. 1995. Why you say this out? Oh, like, that, like that's a million years ago. Well, you know. 20, it'll be 28 wow. years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 28 mm-hmm. years. I didn't realize that, Rhonda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been, and you have helped people decorate their own homes and also do major renovations on homes? Mm-hmm. Major renovations, uh, helping people build a house from the ground up, you know, with a contractor. Really? Oh, yeah. So I just finished one in Chapel Hill, um, $2.1 million house. It was quite the project. Wow. So I helped a client. She was actually moving here from New Mexico, so... I helped her a lot because, you know, she was out of town a lot. So I was her eyes and ears and stuff. So anyway, so if you need just somebody to help you with all those decisions when you're building a house because it gets very overwhelming, yeah, then I love to do that too. Is it still necessary to brighten up the look of your home before you sell it? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Clean yes. it up too. Clean yes. it up. Yes. Make it sparkle. <laughs> yes. Right. You know, get de-junk and clean. You know, I mean that to me is the most important thing. I do staging, yeah. you know, some for realtors and I do I I call it the use their own stuff staging. You know, right. just help them. And I also call it being the bad guy. 
<laughs> you know, so sometimes, you know, the people will listen to me versus that realtor, you know, a little bit better. How, how mm. much does a pile of cat hair cost you thousands, at the sale? Thousands. Yes. Yeah. Well, also mm-hmm. in photos, I, you want to make sure you don't mm-hmm. have any signs that you have a pet in your house. Yeah. And those professional phot- photographs in the MLS, it will cost you thousands. All right. I, I want to pick up line one and just make sure that he's he's not waiting for me. Hey, Jim, you still there? California. I am so glad you so glad you hung on, but this time I'm going to let you go, okay? Okay, brother. You take care. All right. You oh, take care, bye, too. Bye, Jim. Bye, Jim. I appreciate you, know, you all. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We just needed bye-bye. him so to get, get, his, get the, the information to our, you know, because we're going to send him a gift certificate. Uh, by the way, I'm going to offer up another one right now. A gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. I challenge you, you got to be as, as nice as Jim. Uh, our telephone number here is 919-860-9783. Ask about real estate, ask about uh, um, uh, decorating, whatever you want to get into today. We'll be happy to to answer the phone for you 919-860-9783 should i pull out all of my furniture not necessarily all of my, i mean or uh, some people have furniture sitting on a on the carpet so long that they've left a divot in it and some people have furniture on top of furniture yeah mm. furniture yeah. i should get yeah, yeah. Yes. I oh should get rid of my clutter. Like you can't even see. Yeah, like I mean, lined up all around the walls. No, you got you got to get rid of some furniture. I don't think I've ever gone to somebody's house who you know a realtor has hired me to help and didn't tell them they had to get rid of some furniture that had too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially people who have lived in their house for a long time. You know, you, you know how you can manage, you, you just collect stuff and yes. you don't get rid of stuff as you accumulate more, and it, it is just overwhelming i think you know the the ones that are hardest are the ones that are older people that are downsizing and going there and like you know i'll I'll have people hire me to like you know meet with them at their old house to help them with their new house and what they can take and what won't fit and will and it's heartbreaking sometimes because they're attached to things that will just not fit in that new space and they're downsizing so it's it's it can be, I mean, I've had, you know, people cry, you know, because it's sentimental. It is very right. sentimental, you know, to some people. And, you know, knowing that they've lived in this house and raised their family right. and they can't take some of the stuff because it just literally will not fit. And so it's, it's tough. So I try to help make that a little better. But size wise, it or just by decor? Size. Size. Mostly size. Well, you know, depends. You know, decor. You you can imagine, like, if somebody has a house that's thirty years old, and maybe they've updated it some, but not a whole lot. Going mm-hmm. to a brand new place, you know, lots of time the decor doesn't match either. Yeah. Um. You know, but I try to help with that, with getting rid of some pieces, and you know, and you know, involving some new pieces so we can help it all kind of blend together. Um, some people don't care that it don't match the new house. They're going right. to bring, you know, bring right. their stuff. And, you know, just sometimes, you know, that big sofa, you know, that they had in their old house just does not fit in that new house, you know, or that dining room set does right. not fit, you know. Right. So 
it does get very sentimental sometimes for sure what's what's selling this is for you ladies with the wicker squared what's selling is it stuff in the 200 to 300 or 300 to 500 right there aren't any, oh I, yeah they are yeah it's yeah. hard to find something under 300 yeah um i think they're selling in all different price categories mm-hmm. still yeah yeah you know our market actually you know over 1.3 plus that's a very hot market and i think right now because we have a lot of executives coming in right with companies but that that you know market first time buyers still i mean we're we're seeing some of that but really that 3 to 5 is a good price point yeah 3 to 5 wow and some of the first time home buyers that couldn't compete over the last few years yes have reached back out and i've reached back out to some of them to say Hey, now, you know, you can get a home now. So I showed a few this morning. I just wonder where where are the starter homes? Because, you know, starter homes used to be, I don't know, 150000 Of course, back in the old days, back when, you know, right. my my children were young, it was uh, 100000 I think for starter homes, correct me if I'm wrong, ladies, you're going to have to go on the outskirts. Oh, you're yeah. going to have to go to Youngsville. You're going to have to go, you know, to Franklinton or, or Clayton. Or, or Middlesex. All right. You know, so you're right. going to have yeah. to go to one of the smaller suburbs, I think, to get that lower price point. And, and the majority of my first-time home buyers are looking in the 400. Nightdale. They are. Nightdale's yeah. a good area. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean. They've got a higher price point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, incomes are up a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. So we've got these first-time home buyers that they make decent money. Maybe they've saved for a while. They've rented for a while. So they have a little bit of a nest egg right. to put down. Um and then also even going on the outskirts, it's hard to find anything decent under two hundred thousand or yeah. or two hundred thirty. Really. I understand. Mm-hmm. I you understand. can just get a little bit more house for your money when you go on the outskirts, Absolutely. right? You know, so if you got a bigger family and you know you still got to be in that four hundred, <laughs> you can get a whole lot more house, right? Right. Than if right. you stick in Raleigh. Got James on the mm-hmm. line right now. Hi, James. How you doing? I'm doing great. I hope everybody there is. Yeah, we are. Hey, What's James. going on? Hey, James. Yes, sir. I wonder, you said I could ask the question on real estate yes. about location. Yes. Okay, my house is about three miles from Raleigh, from downtown, mm. but I'm not in the city. What's your zip code? Are you in Garner? Or? No, I'm in two two seven six zero four. Oh, Okay. okay. So is that like being in the city? Because I'm right here at Beltline. And, uh, I mean, the Beltline, I can be on the Beltline with that. Really, no joke, within a minute. Right. And does that make the house that much more valuable? Well, it depends. I mean, you're in a good location, um, and there's lots of growth there. But it it just depends on what is selling around you. Um, What's your house like? The it's a it's a ranch house. Oh yes, okay, that's great. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. do you have a decent lot? Are you an older home? I take it's, it. It's nearly well, it's right at close to half an acre. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, that's yeah, great. yeah. Have you done any updates on your home since you bought uh, it? Not a lot lately. Right. Are you considering selling, or just well, kinda... uh, yes, sir. Well, yes, ma'am. I am. 
not right at this time. I'm just wondering what I need to do. Well, uh, the house is about forty years old. No, I know it's long. It's older than that. Um, it's probably about fifty. Okay. But anyway, it's in good shape. It's three bedroom, two bath. And uh, I know I heard you talking about how the houses inside the Beltline, how well they sold. Right, right. In, in uh, oh, by the way, this is a great program. <laughs> oh, thank you, James. Thank, thank you. you. Well, Julian, and, uh, ma'am. Uh, Julie and I would love to. Um, we'll we'll have you get um, give them your contact yeah. information offline yeah. here, and Julie and I would love to come out. We understand you may not be ready now, but what we like That's to me. do with people who could be six months, a year, two years out, what we'll yeah, do but- is we'll come out, assess your home, assess the value now with how, um, the condition your home is in, and then we'll mm-hmm. give you helpful. Um, tips on what to do to get it ready for market to get the mm-hmm. most value um well, and to put the most money in your pocket yes go ahead james close to timberlake okay. timberlake okay okay well t- james yeah, they th- just had a house over there i mean within no ways to my house yes it's over about eight hundred thousand dollars right what right i mean things you just couldn't believe Oh. And uh, but they mm. sold it and didn't have it and have that much trouble selling it. And I know my house is nowhere close to that. Right. Well, we would love to come yeah. and give you an idea of of what you could list your home for. And, yes. And James, consider a Rhonda Benvy Plumber of Help Me Rhonda Interiors for oh, yes. for whatever things that need to be done to make it market ready. Yes. Um, and the other people who are on this radio show again flooring folks or roofing folks you know you think about that um but i'm gonna put you on hold and and have them get your contact information so that we can uh contact you but also so that we can uh, get you this gift certificate a 25 dollars gift certificate to high park barn grill the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials including the fried chicken prime rib and the $6 burger on Fridays. They've got indoor and outdoor seating available. 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Enjoy, James. Telephone number 919-860-9783. This is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great on 1 o'clock every Saturday on FM 98.5. AM 680 WPTF, Rhonda Benby Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors, and Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Square to Colwell Banker Howard Perry and Walston have been helping with real estate questions. And we've got Chris in Raleigh. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Hi there. Doing great. Thank you. Good. What's going on? Well, I have a question. Um, my son and his wife just bought a, an older home. Yes, and it has uh, doesn't really have a family room downstairs. But I'm asking: Is there are living rooms becoming obsolete? Because my thought is maybe they should make that room that would be a living room into a family room and um, enjoy the first floor level. Otherwise, they're up and down the stairs all the time. Yeah, you don't see many living rooms these days. It's really? usually like, you know, a big open space, you know, is 
is the new thing, right, where you have like your family room, kitchen, dining room kind of all open to each other. So, yes, it's a possibility you, you could do that. We've had, and I think it makes more sense, an older house. Chris, we're, we're losing you a little bit. The cell phone's not doing us any good. Are you there, Chris? There there we are. There we are, Chris. Sorry, we just, we cut out. You're clarifying now. Yeah. All right, so is this a ranch house? Mm. Unfortunately, Chris, I'm going to have to put you on hold and put you back, uh, put you back on the air. Maybe I can jiggle a handle here on this and make this work. Chris, talk to us. Okay. There you are. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. My question is, even though the, what would be the family room rather than the living room, it's adjacent to the dining room. Right. So, like, for instance, um, the house that I live in, that I redid, it was like a, a ranch-type house. And when you walked in the door, there was a living room, then there was a wall, then there was a family room, then there was, you know, a dining room, and there was a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so... I knocked down the wall and turned the dining room into an office and made the living room into the dining room. And so the living room and the family room and the kitchen were all open to each other. You see what I'm saying? So there's so many different things that you could do. Obviously, I would need to see the space. But um, sometimes we get so stuck that the kitchen needs to stay the kitchen and the dining room needs to stay the dining room that you can't see beyond that. Right. So, you know, just like I I changed my dining room, I closed up the doors and turned it into something totally different. Yeah. So there there is a way to get it all in there. Probably I would just kind of have to see it. Yeah. All right. We, we need your contact information for Chris, right. just in case she yep. wants to pick up the phone. So it's Help Me Rhonda Interiors and the website is com, and the number is 919 919- Two six three nine zero five four. All right. Um, so we're on with Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors, and the Wicker Squared team: Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared to Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston. Very short amount of time. We do need to get your contact information on this uh, uh, to talk to talk with you guys. What number should we call? You can reach me, Tanya Wicker Hunt, at 919-368-3996. Or you can call me and get a hold of Tanya as well, um, 919-270-9608. And your website is? Wickersquare.com. Wickersquare.com. The website is nice. I also encourage people to go to the Facebook. I just Googled you, and it, it came up first rather than the, uh, the your actual website. And, you know, you see properties right there in front. I thought we were going to get a chance to talk about a bunch of them. But as I scroll down your Facebook, it's like, nope, that's sold. Yeah, that one's sold. <laughs> yeah, that one's sold. You guys are good that's at what good, you're doing. That's a good yes. thing. Isn't that a good Hooray. thing? I, I like that. Um, so good luck and thank you. Um, in the, in the next portion of the show, we got Joel Worsham of 
comfort first heating and cooling and Justin Steps of Guardian Protection um, on the on the radio program. Also, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, who will fill in the awkward pauses that, unfortunately, I've created today. I, I'm just sorry. It's been that. a great show, Dave. It's, it's been, been awesome. a great show. I guess it's I'm been just good. so it was fun. I'm just so grateful. Just so great. It's funny. Chris is still on the line. We've had this go on today. Nobody wants to hang up. Chris, how are you? I know because I don't want to miss anything. You don't want to miss anything. <laughs> well, go away now. You know, <laughs> just, okay. just you know, this is why we bought the transmitter. It's just the only, you know, right? You can listen on the radio now, okay? Thank you for calling, Chris. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. Um, please reach out. I'll be glad to help you see how you can figure out that space. Okay, that'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right. Take care, Chris. Thank you. All right. This is a, this has been a good half episode of the show. Joel is next, along with Justin Steps and Brock Emmons, and I'm Dave Alexander. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Promotional consideration by our friends at High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Milk Road in Raleigh. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Brock Emmons is here from Triangle Radiant Barrier, our regular co-host. Where were you last hour? I, I... I kept running out of things to say. Did you? Did you need a little bit of help? I well, did need we're, help. What, we're back to our Saturday show. Yeah, it feels good. What? No more college games, I guess. Well, be bumping us. Yeah, they. Uh, there might be some, but here and there. This week and next week, we're good. All right. I I want to officially announce that this week we're on a Saturday. Well, happy weekend, everyone. Uh, yeah. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. How you doing, sir? Hey, how you doing? Everything busy? Busy. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. I always could be busier, though. <laughs> you, you really, I'm never going to shy away from work. You really are, are not going to pull away from work. You're, you, if, if, if you can put in a generator, you'll do it. I'll do it as much as I can in one week as I possibly can. You got them, too? I mean, got them in gen- stock. In stock. You got them in stock, ready to go. And, we, and one more thing that's different than us and some of the other companies the lead time uh to have once a a sales completed and and the projects a go to the time of installation is uh i think was before christmas a two-month window we're down to to three weeks i mean you're going to have to have about three weeks to get permits and zoning issues worked out anyway but um that's pretty fast how did you cut it in half i mean that's that's a big difference uh, we 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 did a lot of Saturday and Sunday installations to uh, to, to rectify oh, well. that. try to catch yeah. up. Yeah. Catch, yeah, well, just to you know the the Moore County stuff and everything storms that came through that bad windstorm, uh, we we needed to deliver that premium custom service and 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 make it happen. So. Well, let's let's throw a county under the bus. Who's delaying you the the most? Oh uh, yeah. That's a good Actually, idea. Actually, right now, nobody is. Well, uh, really? Raleigh is, uh, City of Raleigh is really uh, fast now, faster than they have been in the past. Uh, their, zoning, their zoning qualification permit uh, procedure now is less than 10 days. So that's, that's oh, that really, is pretty quick. It is making it really fast for us. Okay. So. Now, nice. people have to understand, this is A, a whole house generator. Right. And B, a permanent installation that is 
hands-off from the customer's standpoint. Whether they're home at work, whether the kids are home after school, um, whether they're traveling, it, this generator is going to maintain uh, everything it needs to do itself. So there is no get the index card out of the cabinet and read the instructions of what to turn on, turn off. This generator is designed, <laughs> engineered, and installed to operate uh, without any any assistance. You know, it seems each year our, our power goes off, sometimes for a couple of hours, sometimes yeah. for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when your power is off for a couple of days, you're not just losing out on the food in the fridge and, you know, the HVAC. Most people have to leave their house if they're not able to get power for heat. Yep. There's no security system either Correct. if there's no power, is there? That's right. It's just like you see an abandoned home that uh, somebody's moved out in. If it stays abandoned, I'm sure your real estate people will tell you uh, it's being watched that it's abandoned. So yeah. Um, yeah. we yeah, definitely yeah. – that's a it's a good uh, benefit to, to not only give you comfort – but it's a good benefit to still give you that security, that peace of mind, and uh, and operate the dehumidifier that's in the crawl space that may be, or the pumping system that is pumping your sewage. That is not necessarily a comfort. That is definitely you know a need. My comfort would be, you know, if I'm not going to be able to be in the house, if I'm gone and the power is out. Yes. Unfortunately, that's when a lot of people take advantage. They, you know, check garage doors. They check front doors to see if they're unlocked because they know that the security system might not be up and working. What options do we have over at Guardian Protection in the event the power goes out? And I don't know whether we said, but Justin Steps is here from Guardian Protection. How you doing, Justin? I'm good. I'm good. We're uh, good. we're busy as well, so I can uh, echo what he's saying with New Year's <laughs> resolutions and things like that. Uh, we're we're about four days out, which in the security industry is still pretty good. We like to be next day, but yeah. we're four or five days out as well. But to to talk to the point here, um, if we lost power, um, you know our panels don't draw a ton. They do have a battery backup. Yeah, um, mine stays in what I call like sleep mode. Yeah. Um, so it's not illuminated. Um, so you're going to be two days, you know, two days or so before you you run into an issue from a battery backup standpoint. But if you have a whole house generator, well, then we got nothing to talk about. You'd be good. I I, I like this the the whole idea of having you both here at the same time um, to reinforce the point that you know under the ideal circumstances we wouldn't even lock our doors. Okay, we're not in ideal circumstances. No, he he sounds fine. Um, we're not in ideal circumstances. People are trying. My daughter had her car stolen from her driveway what? in a really nice neighborhood. That is up big time, by the way. Really? I don't know what's gotten into to people, but the uh, car car stealing, car thieves are are making a a real hustle right now, and it's a lot of times it's an opportunity thing. They're just walking neighborhoods down a cul-de-sac, just checking every door handle. They find one open, and they're going. I mean, I've done the last three installs that I've done personally yeah. have gone out on where exactly – that's the reason they called. They've okay, had so, car thefts. So what's the uh, – so what's my option with you? Because you're – you know, I'm thinking home security. That's not car. You don't have a car unit, do you? No, we don't. Uh, that's like something, to, hey, you might be onto something here. I'd like to electrify <laughs> the doors of the car. You know what I'm saying? Right. Your, so your the, surveillance cameras, which we do, um, yeah. they have infrared capabilities. They have night, you know, night sight on them. You, you can get a lot of deterrent from security sign stickers and cameras. Most people are looking for, lack of a better way, put in low hanging fruit. Most thefts like that are opportunity. Yes. So I don't want to have a public message here, but locking your doors and keeping your valuables out of your car in the middle of the night is probably step one. 
yeah. uh, to prevent these kind of things. And in some cases, you know, sometimes there's just nothing you can do. But in the event that you have our security cameras, we're going to have footage. We store it in the cloud for you. Law enforcement comes by. And now you got something at least you can try to prosecute with and, and, you know, get those offenders off the street. You know, Kerry had one not too long ago, which is a common example for home break-ins. Yeah. He's got a, a, a neon vest on. He's got a hard hat. He's knocking doors. He's finding yeah. somebody not home, and then that's the house they break into. They roll up in a van, and then and they go. So if you answer the door, he acts like he's, hey, I'm just checking a meter. I'm looking for this, and they, they move on to the next house, and then yeah. they find the one that's unoccupied, and, and they wave at the neighbor. They look like they're there doing work, and, you know, people aren't stealing TVs anymore. This isn't home alone. They're not in there for a VCR. It's no. jewelry, a small safety deposit box they'll try to open later, things they can carry, and they're out. It's in and out. So it's... It's not like they're going to spend a whole day in your house, you know, loading up a moving truck. That's not so, what they're doing. You know, so it makes it even more important to have a good security system. Right. He's talking about how easy it is, right? They find a customer that's not home, the door is unlocked. Well, yep. if you open that door and the alarm goes off and everybody living around you can hear that alarm, yep. they run off. That's the end of it. It's not easy. It's too difficult. They pack up and go. So a good security system is very important. I'm concerned about the security system having a, too many false alarms. So that's another good – I get that question all the time. Yeah. There was a time where that was a major issue. You didn't have the instant connectivity you have to these systems now. I mean, one of the cool features is ours. Everything runs through your phone. So it's pretty standard now to have software on your phone for a security system. So right. before I even go home, I'm disarming mine. You know, when I get in the driveway, I'm turning it off. I can unlock yeah. the door. Same thing if it goes off. It immediately goes to your phone. By law, security systems have to give a 30-second delay. That has to be a minimum of 30 seconds. So even if you did trip your own alarm, you, you get first crack at it. And then we're calling you on top of the fact that we're calling law enforcement going, hey, before we send blue lights, yeah. we want to give you one more shot here to make sure it's not a false alarm. And then we're, then we're coming you with sirens on. There's so many cool features. You know, those, um, those door locks that you can get with security systems now. I mean, I don't have you, – you can't open my house with a standard key. It's a digital lock. I can unlock right. it from my cell phone. I can right. walk up and punch in a code. Right. And it's really easy to be able to let people in and out of the house. You're not having to have 15 spare keys out there. There's just so many neat features you can get with these security systems. One yeah. of the features I, I would like to know if is out there – so in my house, I have a security system, but I don't have one on my garage door that mm-hmm. actually goes up and down. Mm-hmm. And I was watching TV the other day, and I was seeing a guy that was pulled over by a police officer, oh. and he was sitting on the side of the road with this little scrambler for garage doors just to open them. He would go through the garage, get whatever he can, and then the, he would shut the the door well, there's, I mean, the new garage doors have an app, but I'm talking about existing garage doors. Is sure. there is there a, a device you could put on that? So a couple things. If it has a motor on it, they yeah. make an adapter that we can use for a Z-Wave device that would give us control and knowledge of any time it was opened or closed. <laughs> and they do make sensors that will go on the little latches right at the bottom, sure. to, just like a door sensor. Yeah. It's just different because you don't typically have controlled climbing in a garage, and you don't want to put your normal electronics out right. there because – you know, you're just going to run out of time on those. They'll wear out. But they do make devices, both one, to control remotely and know when it's open and closed, and then two, as just like an alarm trigger. So uh, you've got both options. Like with the capability of these alarm systems, they know where the app is based on your phone. Yeah. And if you leave and forgot to close the garage door, it'll chime you. It'll tell you like a mile out, you'll get a notification, garage door's wide open. Oh, that's it'll, pretty cool. It'll let you know. I've done I like that. that. Everyone's I've done, done that. I've, I've done, done that, that before. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah, thought, we, I thought I hit the button in my truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, neighborhood watch always calls us. And, yeah. and come home two or three hours later and my garage is wide open. I'm like, you, 
it'll, it'll tell you. It'll literally come right up <laughs> well, and say garage doors yeah. wide open. Well, I don't know whether no. you guys you guys saw the news this week, but uh, I've been assured that if you've got a locked garage, that's as secure as anything. That's just <laughs> like Fort Knox. Is it now? If you put your you put your Corvette right next to a a, a pile of old business records, your those things are f- for sure. Totally safe. safe, huh? Totally safe. I'll, I'll say this. Garages usually come up a lot. If you <laughs> yeah. do have like a, a, a brand new LiftMaster in there, yeah. I cannot go outside and pull against that. I cannot okay. open that door. So All typically, right. they're not an entry point. Right. Just as easier ways to get into a home. So yeah. that's one thing that Guardian does that other companies do a little differently. I'm not an equipment salesman. Yeah. I'm, I'm selling a service. Yeah. So when I come to the house, I'm going to do a thorough walkthrough. I'll check an attic crawl space if you think they're coming in from the 82nd Airborne. And if you want to secure that, they will secure whatever <laughs> you want to secure. But I'm going to be the first one to tell you this isn't realistic. I'm not coming with 20-foot ladders to get into yeah. an upstairs window. I've inspected a lot of crawl spaces. I have yet to meet a burglar in one. Um, let's <laughs> Waiting knock, for let's, the right moment. Yeah, let's knock on wood. Yeah. I don't want to come around a pillar in a crawl space and be face-to-face with a mass bandit. That, yeah. that wouldn't be fun. What, hey, what, every, about, what yeah. about equipment? Is it, so one of the biggest things in the HVAC market, and now even more popular in the generator market, customers always are asking us because of the the cost of investment and 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 the project going through, and they're not home. Yep. Is my how do I know if somebody's going to come pick up my generator or you know steal my HVAC equipment? <laughs> yeah. And I tell them the same thing. I mean, it's going to take you two or three guys to. To pick up that generator, it's not but, light. but they always ask, and we don't have a, a theft device that um, that we can tell. We have a monitoring device, whether that generator is working or not, or has mm-hmm. a fault or not. But we don't have. Is there anything like that out there? So I have seen people use Berg devices that are not designed for that kind of stuff. Right. For that, back when copper, you know, people were stealing yeah. copper at HVACs. They Ugh. make cages for HVACs. They systems. do make cages. And that's been, other than having a camera on wherever that side of the house that's is, about it. is yeah. about all you're really going right. to do that I would recommend. Now, I can't, I'm not going to say you can't go put something on it that's not designed for it, but anytime you're out in the elements like that, you're just up against the fact that electronics, rain, water, cold, just Correct. not yeah. going to last long. I got you. All right. That's kind of what good. I was thinking. All right. We're 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 talking security and uh, power. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Let's make the point, as we do every week, you guys are a real HVAC company. When the when the power and lights go off, you're the guy to call anyway. Well, I, I run the full – we're a full-time, full-service generator company. That's one division. We have another division that is a full-service HVAC right. installation and service division. Uh, I don't have a part of that division. Well, I understand. A, yeah. I understand. But and then we also have a plumbing, plumbing division. But we run. I run the generator division. That is what we do uh, every single day: is generators, generator service, and warranty. Yeah. So. All right. Justin Steps of Guardian Protection. How long have you been in the area, Justin? Uh, I've been in Raleigh now about two years. I got in in the. I know we had real estate on before this. And yeah. Talking yeah. prices. I'm out in the Franklin and Youngsville. That was one of the points they made. Yeah. Where can you get anything for three hundred thousand? I hear you. It really ain't out there either. But you can get close to that three hundred thousand threshold if that's what you're looking. But yeah. I've been out there it'll be two years in June. Um, and I, I'm from the Greenville, North Carolina area, so I'm an Eastern North Carolina guy myself. But the what's going on in this market? The amount of growth, the amount of construction, the amount of sheer traffic. All those things are great for communities, um, right. but it brings in not always good behaviors also. So, you know, you see where Raleigh, there's a lot of stuff with car thefts and things like that. That's yep. just, 
if you get an influx of money, an influx of people, an influx of all these things, yeah. Yeah. that just unfortunately is part of the part of the pro, uh, you know process. You're going to get some of that too. All right, we're talking with Justin Steps of Guardian Protection, Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling, and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Any questions from uh, folks who are listening to the radio program, call us up, 919-860-9783. Call us up, and I will give you a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill on making your home great, FM 98.5 and AM 680, WPTF. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. -er talking security with joel worsham of comfort first heating and cooling and justin steps of guardian protection and brock emmons of triangle radiant barrier during the commercial we're all telling tales <laughs> about being ripped off it's just justin made the point the biggest misconception is oh i live in a good neighborhood yeah, we, we yeah, all live in a good it's, neighborhood but uh, it's typically not your neighbor you know that's passing through. <laughs> that's that's, right. that's, that's, you know that, or you know, oddly enough, you know, we obviously have uh, you know people that have certain addictions and things like that. Could be a grandkid or a kid of somebody that's in a nice neighborhood. Those things happen. Yeah. But it's a crime of opportunity. They ride through with everything they need. They go yeah. through a nice neighborhood. They they look for an opportunity, and you know, if there's an opportunity to do it, they'll do it. And, you know, security is designed to be a deterrent. So when you look at nice neighborhoods, where they were talking real estate before this, and, yeah. You know, three hundred, four hundred thousands. You know, entry level security yeah. runs you about forty five to fifty five dollars a month. Right. You're going to get a discount on a homeowner's insurance. Absolutely. What are we talking about here? You know, if, you, right. if you're choosing to go the other route, you know, that's fine. You know, not security's not for everybody, but it's not because it costs too much and you're priced out of it. You typically right. don't even pay for the equipment. We're right. going to get you started and get you up and running. You may have to buy an additional camera if that's what you're into, but it's low cost up front. It's low cost monthly, and it's a guaranteed back-end service that we're going to monitor you 24-7 in the event of emergency. Hope you never have it. We're going to be there. So, right. I mean, it's, it's just the peace of mind, and for – 50 bucks a month, you know, people pay $200 for the cable bill, yeah. uh, and they're talking about $50 for security is too high. It's, a, yeah. you know, it's one of those things everybody can afford. Are you able to, to sync up to the smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors? We use secure? our own. You use your own? We have our own monitored ones that tie into the systems, and if you use our thermostats, if they go off, it'll turn off your HVAC. See, think Huge about life this. safety stuff. Think you're out of town. You and yeah. your family have gone on a, on a weekend vacation. You get an alert on your phone that the smoke detectors are going off. Yes. Okay, there's a fire somewhere. You're able to unlock your doors if you have those automatic locks so your neighbors can get in there really quickly. Right. Uh, that, that's just, to me, that's the peace of mind that it's, it's worth it. It's worth the money to get a good security system just for that alone. It's I agree. It's yeah. worth the money to get a generator yes okay mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking at you joel joel worsham of comfort first heating and cooling have things calmed down in moore county or are you still getting fresh calls from moore county we're getting calls from everywhere yeah <laughs> but, well, you are yeah but moore county you know obviously went through a, uh, an event that has uh, stirred the pot so to speak as far as more people are interested in getting those yeah uh i think we've kind of seen that kind of stop just a little bit uh we're seeing more of the the storm concerns um and but the other uh concern that most of our customers are wanting for generators is simply because the unknown of the instability of brownouts and yeah. and and power consumption uh we are in a situation where we are trying to conserve energy the best we can 
but power companies are doing the best they can to maintain. We just talked about Raleigh uh, and the growth that that's here. It's not just Raleigh, but we're seeing it across the state. Right. We're not building any more power plants. I, I mean, I haven't seen one go up in a while. Right. So at some point, the power consumption is just going to have to start rolling back. Okay. And, and yeah. the way they're going to roll that back is, is, is start doing some type of shutdown or, or, or brownout is what we call well, it. Well, they it, did it's this over, yeah. over Christmas. Christmas. That's right. Christmas weekend. Yeah. And it's going to, and it's, it's still occurring. Um, and so, why not have that convenience of having that generator there to get you through that? It's not just about the sustained long power outages we're talking about. Yeah. We're just talking about those inconvenience moments where it's two, three hours a day here and there. It makes a big difference in your life. Joel, am I going to even notice if and when the lights, you know, the power goes out and then my generator kicks on? It's a. It's just like a flicker you would see if a squirrel's jumping on the power line. It's a few seconds. A few I seconds. Think. You know, it's less than a minute that that generator has fired up, done you know, done its testing, and it's ready to assume the load, and then switches right on. So it's within thirty to fifty seconds. You know, I met a customer this last week that was one of Joel's customers. You know, I didn't know that till practically the end of the appointment, but. Talking with him, you know, he had a, a generator in the back. I asked him how how he liked it, and he said, "Well, it's only had to kick on three or four times, but you yeah. know, it, it was all very critical. Those yeah. critical moments when yep. we needed power, and it was off for a, a couple of days. So, you know, and he had had that installed years ago, years ago. and this thing yeah. is still still absolutely doing a, fa- a fantastic job. And so, the, and these that, things are built to last. That that situation there is what we call that's not a whole home generator." Yeah, uh, that one is what we call an essential circuit generator. So we were able to put a uh, an eleven or twelve kW generator in there, sixteen uh, kW, and we just are getting by with water, lights, refrigeration. Yep. yep. Uh, you know, he cho- he chose that he did not need the electric heat to to keep going, but he right. wanted to just get through that moment. And right. so that was uh, another process of installation that we can do. That's, All right, that's we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in just just a moment. I'm sorry, we gotta. Got a, a break for the news fella in just a moment. Uh, Charles has got to uh, tell us what's going on in the world. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Justin Steps of Guardian Protection. And Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on Making Your Home Great on WPTF. Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Making your home great. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Justin Steps from Guardian Protection and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Let me open up the phone lines. 919-860-9783 for a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill. Come up with a question. doesn't have to be detailed. Just, you know, you're curious about either home security or uh, uh, generators. Joel, people talk about... You know, spending money on a generator, yes, as opposed to, you know, I, I don't know, spending money any other way in their house. A generator, at least, is going to be a benefit for you when you're selling the house, and it's something you can use while you're in it. So, rule of thumb is any investment that you have that you've installed in a generator. If you're thinking about selling your home in the future, yeah. Uh, it, as long as that generator still is, is under warranty, yeah, uh, 
the return investment will be the same that you put in it. Okay, uh, owning a generator can be anywhere from like three to five dollars a day to own one. Okay, very minimum, depending on what your needs and what size generator that you're looking at. Yeah, uh, and also the way I looked at it at a customer this week was uh, groceries are so expensive right now, and he had a family of five, four yeah. kids, and his and his mother-in-law lived with them. Uh, the, you know, we were doing a load calculation. We noticed you know two refrigerators and three freezers in the house. Okay. Right? Yep average amount of food that you're going to have in that freezer is going to be anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars per freezer and my my thing to him was if you have a power outage that's 24 hours are you going to tell me that you're willing to lose six thousand dollars worth of groceries as right now we're paying seven dollars for a dozen eggs or yeah. whatever the beef yep. will go up so everything's going to go into effect eggs is going to be go up this now we're going to have meat go up we're going to have chicken go up and you know, even frozen pizzas are going to go up. Well, your customer was shocked to find out how much he spent that week on groceries. And he had, well, he didn't buy the groceries, yeah. and he was sitting there with his wife, and his wife's like, "You're right, we're spending you know five hundred dollars a week in groceries." And obviously, his <laughs> eyes got real big, and he was like, "What? I had no idea." <laughs> and he said, "It does make sense." And so we wrote up a contract, and, yeah. and we're going to install this generator in a few weeks. But my point is, it's uh, it used to be a generator is a want, okay. Yeah. If you sit down and we lay it all out, we can tell you a generator is a need. Well, it's 150 You know, I spend $80 a month on my Hulu television account. Yes. Okay? That, yes. That, you know, if I have no power, Hulu is not helping me. <laughs> so $150 a month is, is nothing. It really yeah. is not. Now, does it increase the value of the home? This is what I tell people. Look, if I'm shopping for a home, I've got two houses that I like. One is, I don't know, four or five grand more than the other one. But one has a whole house generator. That, to me, is a sell point. That's something I would want. Absolutely. If one has a full security system, if one has a generator, if one has a sealed crawl Cross space, space. Yeah. you yeah. know, they're, they're, those are the things that jump out to you as making it different than the other house. Mm-hmm. So does it increase the value? I do believe it does add value to the property. It's also going to make it help sell a lot quicker than yeah. one that does not have one. Absolutely. I it's a it's all eye candy that's what most of us look at is the eye candy up front how it looks you know does my wife like it yeah we're we're fortunate because we're mechanically inclined you know inclined people that's in this industry so we look at the crawl space is it sealed yeah does it have a dehumidifier does it have a sump pump in it that's going to remove you know does it have an extermination history and contract right uh does it have a generator does it have a high efficiency HVAC system? Yeah. Is my water heater been replaced? Is my roof new? All that is factors, and that's one thing that we looked at when we were purchasing this ha- a house for ourselves. Was we decided well to get all that eye candy that I want, and then the eye candy that my wife would like. It's just better us to build what we want, right? And, yeah. and so those are factors. But w- and of course in the industry. You're going to have a generator anyway. That's right. I, I just kind of figured you probably would end up with a generator. It'd be foolish if you didn't. I got one. Yeah, you got one. <laughs> but you would have anyway. That's right. You you you, th- you consider it a necessity. Well, I work long hours. Yeah. And I get called out when the storms are bad. Yeah. I get called out in the middle of the night. Right. I want to make sure my family's taken care of. So obviously my family's going to have one. I want, yep. my, I want my wife to feel secure and to know that our security system's working when I'm not home. Yeah. 
to know that we have well, water when I'm not home and we yeah. have heat and air conditioning when I'm not home. Right. All right. We're going to talk about things like this load calculation and how you figure out how big a uh, secure or sorry, how big a generator we need okay. uh, in just a little bit. But Joel, Justin Steps is here from Guardian Protection. Justin, is he, your your website calls this home security and automation. Now, that worries me. Are they going to lock me in? Is the house going to become <laughs> sentient and say, I'm sorry, Dave, I can't let you get, do that? It's not going to take over. You, no, still have to, you still have to control it. But I wanted to kind of echo to a point here when we're yeah. talking about investing in homes and, and resale value. We do a ton of work for some builders here in, in, in Raleigh, two yeah. major builders, um, and it's making the homes smart so you can move in ready to them. This, these type of systems we install are not your do-it-yourself. You don't get it from a retail big box store. Right. It's not thrown away when you move. This is a, there's value in it. These systems are smart now. They continue to learn. Yeah. If I put in a system in your home today, yeah. you should not need another one. These panels now are, are almost computers. It's almost an iPad. Right. So not only can it control, but it continues to learn. I mean, these things in, in technicality will run an irrigation system, blinds, anything you wanted to do. It'll it'll run the whole entire home. So you've got the security is the the main reason we do what we do. But even if security isn't on your forefront, yeah. maybe. But I want a door lock and lights and and all these other things to be controlled by it. Well, now you're you know you're tying all the things together, and security is only just a small portion of that. So yeah. uh, yes, a hundred percent. You know, these, it'll do it all, but it won't obviously lock into your house and start flickering the lights on. Is, is this motion sensor in terms of the security system? Is it, is it just the, uh, the penetration through the window or is it activity in the house? So you know it, we're going to, we're going to set that up based on your needs. Uh, security, you know, it seems like it would be kind of cookie cutter. It's actually very personal. Really? Um, motion sensors are, have been around a long time. Uh, they used to be kind of like a, a light, kind of setup where anything that moved would set it off. Yes. Now most of them run off heat, uh, so they're pet-friendly up to about 50 pounds. They're not going to be false alarm nightmares for for small dogs and things like that because most right. people that had pets never turned the motion on because couldn't do it. Um, yeah. but we have glass break sensors and things now, too, that will will do those things. And, and Berg stuff, to be honest with you, is relatively inexpensive in the grand scheme of things. You know, when you start talking about cost of a security system, if I came out today, I got an appointment when I leave here, oddly enough. I'm going I'm going to a home to get them taken care of. But yeah. if you just did security, you're, you just want that peace of mind, you want yes. that monitoring, you're almost not paying anything out of pocket. It's almost literally nothing up front. And the only time we start talking about any kind of upfront cost as far as an investment goes would be, yeah, if you want two or three cameras, there's some cost in those. We use high-end you know, products, so door locks, things like that. But if you're anything outside of security, so let's talk about thermostats and door locks and lighting control, that's an investment you would make anyway. I'm just tying it all in to make it easy on you. That way you don't have six apps. you got one app, two apps, you know, kind of thing. So it just makes sense all the way around, not just from a security standpoint, but investing in your property. And then it usually saves you money. You know, a HVA system tied in us with your, uh, you know, control of where you are, it's going to help monitor that and turn it up and down based on your location. It'll save you ten or fifteen bucks a month, you know, just from being in existence. Uh, so it helps cover the cost of your security system. Huh? It's not a big, expensive uh, project. Not at all, and it's very almost non-invasive. I mean, I got to put a panel on the wall. That's not even required anymore. They have docking stations that'll charge them themselves, uh, where you don't even have to mount them anymore. Yeah. Outside of a door lock or a camera or a thermostat, which is usually replacing a thermostat. There's nothing as far as drilling holes and being invasive into a home. It's very easy to install, and then, boom, you're ready to go in you know, a couple hours. When, when you're seeing a thermostat, 
um, am I am I programming it for the hours I work, or am I programming it for the hours I sleep? It's going to be based on your location, but you can set up what's called scenes. So, for example, I can take my security system, and yeah. at nine o'clock at night, I can have a you know lights out button. It'll turn the lights off. It'll turn the door. It'll lock my door for me. It'll yeah. change the heating and air to whatever temperature I like it when I sleep. It'll do all that one push of a button, and I can go right to bed. Don't have to worry about any of the other stuff. Ah, see, that's <laughs> perfect for a lazy person like me. I do everything from the side of the bed with my telephone. Is that right? Yeah, that's it. Turn the alarm off, turn my <laughs> lights off, turn my HVAC system off. It's pretty cool. I just yell across the room, Alexa, yeah. turn the light off. <laughs> that's the last thing that happens. It's interesting. And the weird thing is I've now, unfortunately, if this show is on at my home, I've just told Alexa to turn the lights off, and now it's dark at my house. Well, you're saving electricity. That's what – Alexa, you're tell my frugal. wife hi. All right. <laughs> Telephone number here, 919-860-9783. I do have a gift certificate or two uh, to High Park Bar and Grill, the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials. Call right now. We'll get you on the air and get your question answered with Joel Worsham. The genius behind generators. I didn't know. The generator genie doesn't sound good. That, that's y'all's self-proclaimed name. That's not what I proclaimed. <laughs> Joel Worsham of Comfort First, Heating and Cooling, Justin Steps of Guardian Protection, and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. AM 680, WPTF, making your home great. Uh, Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling and Justin Steps of Guardian Protection. Uh, Join myself and uh, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on this radio show for the next 12 minutes or so. Want to join us? Telephone number 919-860-9783. All right, let's talk about that thing we were talking about during during the time the, uh, the microphones were turned off. Or were they? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that we can mention any names of any uh, companies or products, but uh, I can. Most things are listening, um, and that's one of the big things with Guardian. Uh, our backend software is Alarm.com. Most of the major providers use them. It's all about encryption. Your do-it-yourself stuff and uh, the stuff you put in yourself, and some of these things that you can talk to and they listen to you. Yeah, uh, they're always listening. They're designed to mine data, and none of our stuff is is doing that. We're there to secure a home, not a collect uh you know a shopping list to send you on your facebook page when you uh, pull your phone up so, so that's a big thing too when you're talking about product in encryption uh, whether it's you or or versus a, a national known company name and they're selling a certain product are you saying that that product that they may have is um not encrypted like the products that you're having and what's the difference i mean i'm obviously i'm looking at uh the level of uh uh service uh personal making your security system personalized like you're talking about mm-hmm. but what do you how do they become a security company and selling products if they're uh, if those products are allowing outside information in or outside interference in great question so once you get away from the security side of things your berg devices your door sensors and stuff like that that typically switches to tech companies uh-huh. and the tech companies are looking for the info that's why they're partnering with them so if you look at major providers, so Vivint, CPI, ADT, you know, you name it, Vector, Guardian, 
we literally use the exact same software. Okay. It's literally the same company. It's this, almost the same app. You know, I'm probably going to get a cease and desist for this, but it's uh, it's the, literally the same thing. The logo has changed. Okay. Now, when you get outside of Alarm.com, who makes almost all of our cameras, most of your doorbell cameras you see are Alarm.com. It's the uh, personalized items. The other, next, next yeah. thing you get into anything that's a tech company, so the Googles, the Amazons, the Rings, stuff like that, you lose all of that encryption. All that stuff is gone. They're not They're not even trying to encrypt it, which is why it can be hacked very easily. You can go on YouTube right now and how to hack your blah, blah, blah DIY system. It's very simple to do, and they're also mining data. That's why they're married into these companies and gotten in, in into the security business is to get into more homes, to get in access to more people so they can get more info. That it's is it's very happening. Interesting. It's happening. That is scary. And, yeah. And differentiate yourself from that, please. Somehow <clears throat> you got to step away from that. you got to prove to me that you're not that way. We're not that way because we only use from a camera and a data information type equipment that could do anything. Is yeah. We only use Alarm.com. And that's by design because they literally pay hackers all day, every day at their headquarters uh, to do stuff. They own most of the patents for all of the security stuff that's out there for smash and crash protections, a prime yeah. example. If you came into a home that had a security panel, especially old school, hit it with a hammer and it's done. There's a software, a technology in Alarm.com equipment, which we have, that would know even if that happens. If the signal goes off that the alarm has been tripped and it never gets disarmed and it never yeah. gets called out, they know there was interference. That technology is protected by Alarm.com and our company, so no one else can can do stuff like that. So there's you get what you pay for. I mean, if you're paying 9 bucks a month, how, do, how does the company make money for security unless they're selling something else somewhere else? There's no investment from a company that's charging you $10 a month for security because they're not doing any of the monitoring. Right. Right. You know, some of your DIY companies, um, their biggest department, is marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, Simply Safe, for example, has commercials on TV where they show people with Simply Safe shirts on doing yeah. monitoring. Yeah. They don't do any of that. They don't have a monitoring center. They don't have a single employee doing any of that work. I, so it's, you know, it's one of those marketing things and they're getting into the home by, you know, selling information. My, my wife and I actually uh, switched security systems uh, a couple of years ago. And, and the reason we did that when we called to cancel our security system, apparently they were our security service. Apparently, at some point when we had that service, they were sold to another company. Mm-hmm. Well, we found out when we canceled the service, the last six months, we had been paying for monitoring and no one actually was monitoring our security. So uh-huh. even if my alarm went off, oh, it actually nearly turned into a court case. We got refunded a bunch of money back sure. from the security yeah. company. But it was shocking to me to hear that, wait a minute, you've been taking my money for the last six months, charging me for monitoring. Yes. And had I not had somebody specific come in and investigate this and find this out, no one would have ever known about it. Yeah, I mean, one of the big things, and obviously we could go an hour or two overtime here if we want to go down the security road. Oh, we don't have it. When you use a search engine like Google and you ask them security questions, they're paid to put stuff up on top that says this is the best thing to do right. when really there's nothing backing that up at all. Uh, that's a paid ad spot. So, you know, yeah. when you're looking to do research for security, it costs you nothing to call me and have me come out there. And I'm going to say, hey, these are your options. If you get this or go to this other company, this is the differences, whatever the case may be. I'm just trying to make you help, make you an educated buying decision. Wow. The Internet's not going to do that for you at the end of the day. You might think it is, but it's not I've, helping. I've learned the Internet's not good for anything. It really is. <laughs> I think it's a fad. It'll probably go away. It'll probably go away. Yeah, it's going to go. I like that. All right. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Joel, talk to me about this load calculation because honestly i i want everything 
I want heat, lights. I want to be able to run the backyard lights. I want everything. Okay. Is everybody like that, or is some people just saying, no, nah, I don't want, want to be able to run the toaster? Well, not everybody is like that. Now, I will tell you that if uh, uh, about 95%, if you are doing the job appropriately and you're getting the proper permits, the permitting office is going to require to see, validate, or upload your low calculation. Okay. okay. Now, not all jurisdictions require that. Okay. Um, City of Raleigh requires it. So we're, they're one of the, the ones that do. Yeah. Uh, a load calculation is just basically saying that you've done the engineering to size that generator and the demand that you're going to put it under, and it's not going to blow up. That's, yeah. that's the thing that we want. It's not going to fail. It's not going to put a product in for a customer, and it's not going to be reliable and not going to be um, uh, a dependable situation. Um, so the load calculation is determining what we want to control with the generator. Doesn't mean we have to do everything all at once. Yeah, there's load management devices that we can stage certain sequence of events to happen, uh, but we're still providing the whole home. Uh, I'll use this as an example. We just uh, signed a contract this past week to do a generator for one of the NASCAR drivers in Charlotte. Yeah, and his generator to size for his house. Uh, because his house is 15,000 square feet, it's going to be an 80KW generator. Of course it's 15,000 square <laughs> feet. Are you, are you talking about yeah. the on-air talent in the room here, or is this really an example? It, no, so is- one of the things that you're looking at yeah. is, you know, he had no idea yeah. that his generator needed to be that large. The The closest company that was near us was sizing a generator that was, say, 35KW. Whoa. It's yeah. not. I mean, they didn't do it. I showed him the load calculation. We right. went over it at the kitchen table. I emailed him my load calculation, so he had it on hand to compare to yeah. other vendors, other companies out there. And it it's really simple. Most electrical companies do it. The National Electric Code requires us to take it uh, as a test when we're doing our license. So it's it's yeah. kind of like second handed. Yeah. Well, how are these things, how many options, and, and uh, well, I guess that's a loaded question. How are these things fueled? Are there multiple options? Is it just natural gas? Well, I'm only, we're only licensed to do propane or natural gas generators. So okay. we're, we're not going to carry that diesel certification. Um, I don't want to get into the diesel, but that's more yeah. of your industrial, your right. really large generators. The one that we Hospitals, were, right. Right. Yeah. The one, you know, even for heavy commercial schools, so yeah, yeah. it's going to be diesel. Sure. Uh, I would not recommend putting a generator that large on propane. You would actually suck the tank closed. Um, but you, <laughs> you, yeah, I've seen some uh, generators like that on agricultural situations that are on, you know, what, 50,000-gallon propane tanks, about the size of a tanker truck. Right. Uh, most of the situations that we're going to look at for a larger generator is going to be on a natural gas situation uh, because you're going to have the volume to, to run. Is there any pushback right now over natural gas? Yes. A lot of customers are calling me that had their generator installed, and they're like, What's up with this? And yeah. listen, it's not going that they're not going to. That's a utility. So what are we talking about? Because there might be some people out there like, what are you talking about with well, this natural gas situation? Well, I think there was some, and I'm not a expert on it to go into the politics of it, but there were some there were some concerns that uh, I think somebody from the utility commission or somewhere was talking about trying to downsize some natural gas appliances and right. usage. Right. Um, but at the same time, there's natural gas going in everywhere uh, for 
for consumption everywhere in the in the communities. Um, I, I don't. There's nothing been come across our desk that's going to say that's going away. I don't see that going away. I don't. I, the generator market is well, not going away. Here, yeah. Here, the thing was, thing was, they were they were talking about gas ranges. Yeah. Might you know they, they thought it's a negative because you know it burns carbon, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the thing: for a generator, you got to run it off something. Gotta run, There's no electrically charged generators. And I get asked that. I get really? asked. Yes, I get asked if there is some type of hybrid generator that is out there that we can install. Yeah, I mean, runs on batteries. Do, do they make uh, like conversion <laughs> kits from propane and natural gas? If you had one, could you switch it to the other? And then the other thing, when it comes, if you've never cooked on a gas stove. That's the only way you can yeah, say we got to get rid of them. Well, There's no way I'm getting giving up I, my gas stuff. Nope. <laughs> I read some facts. Uh, first of all, most residential generators are going to come either propane or, or it's just simply changing yeah. a switch or a throttle. But I will tell you something really quickly that yeah. I read. 40% of the United States is cooking with gas ranges. Yeah. 50% of the United States is uh, to 60% is heating with natural gas. Natural yeah. gas is not going anywhere. We're not going. All right. Listen, we got to get the contact information. Joel, how do we get in contact with you? Well, you're going to call 919 uh well, brain fart here. 919-777-1777 <laughs> or you can call 800-279-4822. Or go to uh, yourcomfortfirst.com. Yourcomfortfirst.com. All right. Go ahead, uh, Justin. So how are you To get a hold of me, you can call 1 yeah. 800 Protect. That's going to take it to the corporate office, or you can call 252 347 3832. And when we talked about this last time when I was on the show, if you book an appointment, yeah. you're going to get me. I don't know if that's a selling point or if, that, if that's going the other way. <laughs> I'm coming. It's me. No one else is coming to the house. I'm All coming. Right. Thank you, gentlemen. Making your home great. FM 98.5. AM 680 WPTF.